Hey guys, so we're starting a new series. It might be up to two weeks, um, but it's a very uh, compelling one, we think. Um, it's on doubt. And I think this is so important because we are in a societal culture, I think, that assumes that faith means that there is no doubt. That there's no uncertainty. And so I think a lot of people in church say, you know, I don't know if I really believe because I doubt. And I think the funny thing is, and what we're going to see today, is that faith doesn't exist without doubt. Mm -hmm. That to have faith is to not have doubt, as we'll see in another passage, but not in the sense that you don't have them, but that you still act despite the doubt. Mm -hmm. And Um, um, yeah, we're going to see that a lot. So we'll just jump in. Uh, We're uh, looking at Mark 9, this uh, incident that Jesus has with a boy with an unclean spirit. Right. And this is not the first time that this man has sought healing uh, because he tells them, yo, I asked your disciples, right? Mm -hmm. And they couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jesus you know, says, oh, faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? And so that's an interesting question. And I think the question is, who is the faithless generation? Is it the man who has a son? And I don't think so, uh, because as we see at the end, he kind of calls out his disciples. (laughs) Um, So Jesus sees the boy, and when the spirit sees Jesus, he just starts freaking out, right? He's like, oh, dang. <laughs> oh, man. I'm facing the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> I might as well just give up. I'm LeBron with a broken hand. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, the father says, you know, um, if if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Right. Which is, again, a weird thing to ask because Jesus has been doing these miracles all over the country. Right. And I think we see also even in the context when Jesus asks him, how long has this been happening to him? And he says it's from childhood. And this is this amazing thing where I think that the faith that, the, the faith that does exist of this father is I'm not just going to live with this. I'm not just going to accommodate it. I understand that there is something spiritually and demonically wrong. And I think that's really important to understand because, listen, we do live in a world of brokenness where God will use some of that brokenness, Mm -hmm. right? People who have different abilities, people who are born with, you know, different genetic orders. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is not the case. This man clearly understands this is something demonic that is going Mm -hmm. on. And so uh, Jesus responds, you know, if you can, if you can well, I'm Jesus, but, uh, but he says, but he says this profound thing, all things are possible for one who believes, which again, goes back to the whole faithless generation part. Right. But, and I think verse 24 is the one that this we really want to key on, right? Is that the father child cries out and says, and I'll tell you that as an atheist, um, this was one of the very first verses that I remembered being taught because mm-hmm. I was like, there's all these things I don't understand. How can I be a Christian? And this pastor told me, right, this verse. And it just shook me. And right? the verse is, I believe, help, help my, my unbelief. unbelief. That I have faith, but I struggle with faith. Mm-hmm. I understand, but I have doubt. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that Jesus doesn't rebuke this. Nope. He accepts it as worth. As faith. As faith, you yeah. know. Um, and the demon is cast out. Jesus casts out the demon in response to this man's faith. Mm-hmm. And here is a man that has doubt. Um, 
And I love that the boy seems dead and Jesus takes him and lifts him up and he he arises. Sounds like the resurrection Sounds a little like bit. Sounds like the resurrection, <laughs> you know? And so, um, and then at the end he calls out, his, the disciples are like, wait, why couldn't we not cast it out? And he tells them this kind cannot be driven out by anything by prayer. And we have to understand that this is a response to the faithless generation. Mm-hmm. Why are you faithless, Right. They didn't pray, right? Mm -hmm. They had the power of God, right? That was given to them. They knew Jesus personally. They never asked him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the crazy. This is the first time anyone's asked Jesus, but it's not the first time that the disciples have encountered this man. They never asked Jesus. They never asked God Mm -hmm. because they didn't have the faith in their doubt to ask God. Mm -hmm. And so... I hope that this is just an encouraging verse to us that, um, oh, uh, oh yeah, we're not done, but, but, um, this is an encouraging verse to us just so we know, like, it's okay to have a little bit of doubt or even a lot of doubt. Right. Um, and because the criticism in verses 30 and 32 Mm -hmm. is not in their doubt. Right. No. Um, so they, Jesus was teaching again about, you know, how he was going to die. Um, you know, his death was going to save the world. Um, but the disciples, even though they didn't understand what he was saying, they didn't ask. Yeah. And, you know, this is the thing about doubt. If Jesus is the truth, then that means he's totally okay with your doubts. Mm-hmm. Whatever they are, however big they are, however complicated what they question, are. Whatever questions whatever you have. Whatever questions you, you have, because he's the truth. Ask. Ask us. Ask somebody. Ask the Bible. Ask God. Ask, ask your pastor. Ask, right? Because God is okay with it. And, you know, to live in that, to have faith, is to live in doubt, but to ask and to seek those answers. Okay, have a good week.